0: My name is Serenity Bellow, and I am the Director of Resource Development for NeighborWorks Housing Solutions. Um, Let's see. A little bit about myself. So I am a transplant from – I grew up in Pennsylvania. I lived in Colorado for a while. um, And I moved to Boston a few years ago really just for no other reason other than it was a new adventure. And somehow, through sheer luck and just, um, you know, things – Happening for the right reason, I ended up working in nonprofit, and really just fell in love with the whole idea of mission-driven organizations and um, being a part of something that was a little bit bigger than myself. And I really started to enjoy some of the quirkiness of being in New England and um, and all of that. So it's been a fun experience over the past few years. I do have to say, the one thing that I'm still getting used to are the New England winters, which can be a little cold and a little challenging. But other than that, I'm really, really from really someone
1: happy. that grew up in Pennsylvania, that isn't too too far away, yes, and can live yes. in Colorado. I mean, yes, yes,
0: I know, I know. It's um, but in Colorado, it snows one day and then the next day it's bright and sunny. Okay. And I don't know. Yeah, the you know, it's definitely cold in Pennsylvania too. But uh, for whatever reason, it just. Um, the winters here can be really, really cold.
1: Yes. So how did you get to NeighborWorks?
0: So I came to NeighborWorks. I've known of NeighborWorks for a few years. through. Um, I've known Rob Corley, who's the, the CEO of NeighborWorks Housing Solutions. I've known him for a while. And um, I've known of the organization um, for a while as well, just mm-hmm. through my networks and through yeah. um, just my experience in the South Shore. And I know that NeighborWorks has a great reputation of working in communities, providing affordable housing for many different populations, including veterans and families and elderly. And when I was presented with the opportunity to be part of the group, I was really excited.
1: Um, So what's your role within the organization?
0: So I'm the director of resource development. So I manage our development. And I, our development operations. So, anywhere from fundraising activities, events, um, and social media, communications, all of that. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. so, for those that don't know NeighborWorks, yeah. what is it?
0: So, NeighborWorks Housing Solutions, we are a nonprofit. We're based throughout southern Massachusetts, and we provide affordable housing, resources, and education to more than 11,000 households throughout the region. And we, our tagline is "Opening Doors, Changing Lives," and that's really what we do, because the array of services that we provide really do make build a foundation for healthy communities in very um, in opportunity rich environments that help families, individuals, people that were formerly homeless, people that have been struggling, and really bring them into these wonderful communities and help them succeed. And that's, again, through through housing, through education, through additional resources and support.
1: So people that work for nonprofits, somehow we all get emotionally attached to them. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can see that talking to you. Uh, what makes the organization so special to you?
0: What makes the organization sp- really special to me are just the people that we serve. Having the opportunity to meet individually with a formerly homeless veteran or a family who have been helped and had their lives really transformed by having a place to live and the dignity of education and resources is really inspiring to me. It, it really is what ma- helps me get up every day and do the, the work that I do. Having an opportunity to meet people in the community that have been, that have had their lives changed because of the services we provide is, is one of the biggest things that inspire me to do what I do every day. Cool. So
1: you guys have a project going on in Marshfield. Yes. Uh, so talk about that.
0: Yes. So we're really excited. It is eight units of affordable housing for formerly homeless veterans. And we are on track. We just started, um, we just got back on track yeah. after a, an unfortunate fire that occurred, and we're really excited about it because this is the first housing of its kind in this area in the South Shore, and we're thrilled that Marshfield opened its doors, opened its arms to us, and said, yes, please, we want to be part of this, and that's really what, what makes the work that we do so great too, is just the partnerships and the relationships we build in the communities and with the towns to help make the community a better place and so yes so we're excited um, as I mentioned earlier there was a, we did have a fire yeah. a month ago I believe and that did set us back a little bit but we just started construction again and we are on track and we should be having a ribbon cutting sometime later in the fall and we're thinking it might be around Veterans Day so I think that that would be a great I think it's going to be a great event and we're really really excited to, to open the
1: and that's a really neat building, too. That, that, it's a building, um, if you're familiar with Marshfield, it's, it's right on 139, uh, almost by the town hall. It's, I think it's been the library, a school. Mm-hmm. It was a school department building at one point. So it's yeah. a really neat building.
0: Yeah, sure. it is. It is. And we're, you know, it's been great to partner with, with you and Marshfield TV to put together a series of videos to help us educate the community and the town on what's going on and the start to finish of this project. We just had an opportunity to meet with um, the veterans agent in in Marshfield, and she did a remarkable interview with with you, and um, I watched some of the video, and it's going to be really spectacular. So it's been great partnering with you.
1: What's some of the other projects that NeighborWorks has been involved in?
0: So we had one recently. Back in October, we had a ribbon cutting for five units of housing in the Germantown section of Quincy, and this is housing for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And so that's another area that we, where, we build a, where we build housing and partner with organizations. At this, for this one, we, or, we partnered with Work, Inc., okay. um, and a nonprofit based in Quincy, Dorchester. Um, so that was a really special building because it was the first of its kind in eastern Massachusetts to be completely deaf-friendly. So all of the residents, or all of the individuals who live there are deaf and all of the staff are deaf as well. And the house is specially equipped with all of the technologies and all of the um, adaptable capabilities so that all of the individuals who live there are able to age in place and can stay there pretty much for the rest of their lives, which is a really rewarding experience. There were a couple of individuals who came directly from an institution, and the only reason why they were able to move out of that institution was because of this house that we built. And that was a really special moment for me. Uh, We also are in the process of building 48 units of housing in downtown Brockton. These are one- and two-bedroom units that are affordable. But um, the unique thing about this building is the first floor will be retail or restaurant space. And so there is some rumblings that there might be a brewery going in on the first floor, which would be really unique. Um, but really, the neat thing about this this property is that it's going to be part of the Brockton revitalization, the Brockton Renaissance. And that really started to take place before the pandemic. Brockton has been hit really hard by this pandemic. And we're this, this project has continued on during and we're starting to see the it really come together, and we're anticipating that the building will be open in June of this year. And being a part of helping a community like Brockton, the City of Champions, really have this comeback, you know, is, re- is exciting. We're, we're thrilled to partner with Mayor Sullivan and everybody in the community to help be part of this.
1: Now, how do these projects come about? Is it you guys saying, hey, this is a need that we need to address or is it another a town or something like that coming to you and collaborating saying hey let's work on this together
0: sure it's a little bit of both it's a lot of partnerships okay. it's um, for the ca- in the case of, of Marshfield it really was an opportunity where you know we were approached by town officials to say hey there's you know there's a need there were, I think some of the town officials saw what we did in Weymouth with a with a veterans home there mm-hmm. and they thought this could be a nice opportunity for Marshfield as well. And so with regards to the housing that we build, it really is a partnership, and it's through state, it's through local governments, it's through communities, it's through private individuals all coming together and wanting to make something really happen. What's
1: the biggest need of the organization?
0: Oh, man. (laughs) So, you know, right now we are seeing a huge increase in people coming to us who are in need of rental assistance? Um, I think what people don't realize or don't see is that there are a number of people in the South Shore and in southern Massachusetts that are struggling to pay their rent. The pandemic um, has really highlighted that need or heightened that need. Um, we are the largest, or we are, we administer raft funding in this in this region and raft funding is basically funding that we get from the state to help people who are behind on their rent to prevent evictions um, we normally would see a steady flow of people coming to us asking for assistance during the pandemic and over the the winter or over the holiday months we were administering more than 800,000 to 1 million dollars a week in raft funding because the need for those services is so incredibly great, and I think that this is going to be a need that we are going to see in the coming months, and even once we're back to the new normal, the, the need for people who are struggling to pay their rent or behind on their rent because of no fault of their own, really, it was just because of the pandemic, um, is tremendous.
1: It's also, I think, also a challenge of the South Shore of affordable housing.
0: Yes, is that
1: it's a, it's first off, it's a really expensive market. It I is. Mean, if you look at compared to other parts of the state, and then um, you know we don't have a lot of apartment type complexes in the South Shore or things like that, things of that nature.
0: Absolutely, I mean, housing in the South Shore is a tremendous need, and in particular, housing that is affordable, mm-hmm. because there are many families that aren't making those. Dollars, And I think, you know, as we all can see with the housing market right now, it's just, it's hard to get in. And when you're in, it's even hard to maintain. Mm-hmm. So the more housing that is available, the more that, that we can make it affordable for families, the better off we're all going to be.
1: One thing I was just wondering as you were talking about, you know, rent assistance and all that, how is the organization funded?
0: So we're funded multiple ways. So we do receive – Like most nonprofits. Like most nonprofits, which is – that's a good thing, though. Yeah. I mean, you want a nice mixture yeah. of funding of funding sources because that's what's going to help sustain your nonprofit and make it viable mm-hmm. for the future. Um, you know, I read in a book that, um, you know, in order for you to have a viable nonprofit, you need to have diverse streams of resources coming in. So um, yes, so and we are a classic case. So we receive funding from the state, um, and funding from businesses. We also receive funding from private donations, from grants. We um, we are affili- an affiliate of NeighborWorks America, so we also receive funding from NeighborWorks America. Okay, so it's
1: a large organization. Yes, so
0: we're part of a, a larger network. But yes, so NeighborWorks America is is the big is the big organization, and we are part of that. And so we receive funding from multiple multiple sources. Um, and so, yes, it's a, it's a it a takes, it takes all all of them, all of them to come together to make our mission happen.
1: I was going to ask you, you know, COVID's impacted everyone, every mm-hmm. organization. Uh, I was going to ask you, how has it impacted NeighborWorks? But is it what you were talking about in regards to the, the rent support?
0: Yeah, so COVID, so we have been tremendously impacted by, by COVID. Um, thankfully, though, we have some really great people on our team who have made sure that not a single person at NeighborWorks was laid off due to COVID. And that has been tremendous. Early on, they, you know, when we when everything was starting to close down, I know that a lot of us were concerned because, you know, everybody was concerned. What's going to happen? And our, our executive director, our CEO, Rob Corley, um made it known that he had no plans to do any sort of downsizing. And that has been a tremendous um, game changer for all of us. And we have really stepped up to the plate to make sure that we are able to handle all of the incoming and all of the incoming raft needs that we knew were coming in, but also just make sure that we're keeping up with what we're doing and trying to make continue on with our mission. But the interesting thing is because of just the amount of raft calls that we're getting that we've actually had to increase our staff capacity. We've had to like add more jobs because the need is so great. And we want to make sure that we're able to get to every single person because we think about it. If we can't get to that person, that person and their family could literally end up homeless. And that's something that we just don't want to happen.
1: So if someone wants to learn more about NeighborWorks, uh, What's the best way for them to do that?
0: So, actually, there's two ways. So, first off, right out of the gate, is our website, and that's nhsmass.org. But we also have an open house coming up, a virtual open house, and and that's going to really highlight some of the work that we've been doing over the past 12 months. And it's free, so anyone can join, anyone can log in. And so you can just go right to our website at nhsmass.org backslash open house, and it'll take you right to our our event page. You can sign up and tune in, and that's going to be on August 29th. Or not August 29th, April 29th. Right. <laughs> April 29th at 6 p.m., yes. So, um, but yes, our website is where you will find all of it, and then our we have our open house coming up.
1: Shifting over to the general kind of nonprofit world, it, it as we know it can be re- really rewarding, but at the same time it can be challenging. Yep. What's in your nonprofit career? What's what's the biggest challenge you faced?
0: So I think really the biggest challenge that we faced has also been the pandemic. Really? It's just really hard to. It's been an incredibly rewarding challenge, but. Um, it's been hard because you have multiple things coming at you all at the same time. You know, you've got an incredibly rewarding job that you want to dedicate your time to, but then you have all of these other things that are, are coming at you at the same time. So I, I would say that 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 would be the probably been the biggest challenge <laughs> thus far.
1: So what about successes? You've had a really successful career in the nonprofit sector. What's what's been your busy, biggest success?
0: I think probably my biggest success has been the ability to take the mission of a nonprofit like NeighborWorks and allow people to see the human aspect of it. So really letting people see who it is that they are having a direct impact on the life of a human being and the, the their family and that to me has been probably the biggest and most rewarding success of of being in the nonprofit world?
1: The question I like to ask, and I've gotten and I, I've really grown to like because I've gotten so many interesting answers from people, is you know, what's something about the nonprofit world that people may not realize or may not know because they're not
0: in it? So I think probably the biggest thing that people don't realize is just how diverse nonprofit really is. The nonprofit world is Fifth largest employer in the United States, um, and there is a, a huge diversity. There's a big diversity with regards to nonprofits and the work that they do, and the people that they impact, and the types of jobs that are available in the nonprofit world. And nonprofit doesn't always doesn't mean no profit either. Nonprofit actually means that the profits that they earn from their business, their line of business, actually goes right back into the organization. And they use that, those additional resources to invest more into the programs and then the people. And I think that that's something that in, if you're not in nonprofit, you would never know. But um, it's a really interesting way of doing business, which I think ultimately makes the type of work really rewarding.
1: Thank you so much for doing this. This was really fun. Oh, thank you. This was really fun. It's been really nice to to sit and talk to you and it's great to see you again. Yeah.